His name was Oscar Romero. He was a bishop who labored in defense of the poor and worked for those who essentially were just plain powerless, only to be martyred by an unknown gunman while he was celebrating Mass. Sometimes life may seem to be snuffed out, but even in the face of death, the life ultimately prevails. The unknown gunman is not remembered in history, but Saint Oscar Romero is. Paul gives some clear instructions. These are worded in the imperative. So it's a command, and he includes himself in the statements, saying, let us. Let us not sleep. Now, of course, we all have to take a nap. We all need to sleep physically. But we cannot allow ourselves to be lulled into a condition of spiritual apathy. He says, let us watch and be sober. This means being in a state of perpetual readiness and not being weighed down by poor judgment. As children of the light, we must be ready for all of the challenges that real life throws at us. He makes a little comment about this, saying, for those who sleep, sleep in the night, and those who are drunk are drunk in the night. So Paul is setting up a contrast. The behavior of night people, day people. Night people sleep, they are spiritually dull, or they're even apathetic. They are also not known to maintain self-control or exercise sound judgment. I remember when I was a kid wondering what a nightclub was. <laughs> now, growing up in sleepy little St. Petersburg, Florida, I knew what the gas club was. I knew what the garden but I could not, for the life of me, understand what was so appealing about a club celebrated night. Ah, now I do. <laughs> Perhaps to this small child, it was because, unlike yachts and gardens, my club speaks to a certain character of, well, not sound judgment. It's not always. So we are called to be day and not night people because the light is in us. To be a night person or one who prefers darkness in contrast to our character, or is in contrast to our character as children of light. Or let us use Father Robert's favorite sermon illustration. We know this all too well here in you turn on the lights in the middle of the night, and the minions of darkness scatter. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Perfect illustrations of all who are not called to be. Good conduct is not the same as righteousness. We always need to guard against thinking that we're somehow better than one another because we shun all this fallen nature. And last I checked, Every one of us falls into occasions of sin. Nothing is more repugnant and more of a turnoff to other people who might otherwise be ones in relationship with Jesus than a person who appears to have it all together under preachy veneers. 
because we all know none of us have the call of the The difference is, for a child of light, there will be absolutely no enjoyment in occasions of sin. It will break at you and eat at you until it is confessed and absolved. Holiness is something that is worked on for a lifetime, not in a minute. It is not instantaneous, and just as we must work out our salvation in fear and trembling, so we must also work out our own holiness. Being children of light requires us, as St. Paul reminds us, building each other up. Scripture refers to this as the gift of exhortation. The Greek word, parakaleo, literally means to come around and support in the same way that a buttress supports a weak wall. We're using another Greek building. Oiko speaks of it being an ongoing process of building that is never completed. Folks, building up one another is a lifetime commitment. We are only children of light because we work at it and because we commit to supporting one another. Apparently, the church of Thessalonica was doing just that, just as we do here at St. Paul. This really isn't anything new, but rather a reminder that there's always going to be a tendency to keep things going on and Someone else will do the work of building up. Somebody else will take up the project. Somebody else will be the one who is supporting others. To which Paul says, let us. It's an us project. It's our project. It's never someone else's. Paul. Truth is, we need reminders to bear one another's burdens. We are all called to that work of being the buttresses that hold up one another. We are all called to the work of continually building up one another. <coughs> Paul tells the church that there is always going to be someone telling us the end is nigh. Keep working. Don't worry about it one little bit. Keep working. Maybe for others of us, we are the weak wall. Maybe we're the one who needs the support. Look around. You see your support systems. Ask for the support. Maybe we are to finally allow someone else to come alongside us and cheer us up. I'm reminded of a dentist I once had was realizing that he was drilling into a tooth where the novocaine had long since worn off, and I was gripping that dentist chair with all of my mind, and he said, don't be a hero. Let me help. And I chopped me off with a little more novocaine. Don't be a hero. Ask for help. Is that you? I speak as one who got so used to bearing other people's burdens that I forgot my own. That's not good. God put us in the body of Christ for a reason. We maintain operating orders best when we care for one another. 
funny, I remind you that this is some really good news. We are all called to encourage and build up one another. And sometimes that person who needs the encouragement and building up sometimes is another. Sometimes it's the person who is not yet us. Sometimes it's the person beyond the church. Let us always remember that it is encouragement that grows churches. That's simple, isn't it? We need reminders that the church, as the only thing on the face of this planet, the church exists for those who are not yet its members. Encourage and build up one another. We are living stones. We are being made into our holy temple. Jesus is our cornerstone. Our good works in his name are the mortar that holds us all together. And the effort to lift them into place is holy love. The joy that pervades us in the whole process of building is the presence of the Holy Spirit, our general contractor. So let us pray. Loving God, for two weeks we have heard our namesake remind us of our duty and our calling to encourage and build up one another. Give us a holy thirst to persist in the seeking of the strength of others. Let us build them up and fortify them so that amidst the crazy events of this fallen world and the darkness that seems so powerful, we may rest that we are children of light. And then let us have our light so shine before others that we have done our work as 